This is Amtrak calling with a status update for John Mayer. John Mayer, comma. We are contacting you about your trip on train. 422. The Texas Eagle from Los Angeles Union Station on May 24, 2020. We are reaching out with important information about your upcoming trip. The safety of Amtrak's customers and employees is our top priority. As a result of coronavirus pandemic, we will be streamlining our onboard food and beverage offerings. During this time, traditional dining service will be temporarily suspended, and access to the dining car will not be permitted. Thanks for riding Amtrak. We look forward to seeing you on board. Thanks for being a valued Amtrak customer. So, when they say, why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. We don't own anything. There is, Trevor Noah said it so beautifully last night. There's a social contract that we all have. That if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the fuck do I give a shit about burning the fucking football hall of fame, about burning a fucking target? You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give a fuck. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. You broke the contract when we built our wealth again on our own by our bootstraps in Tulsa and you dropped bombs on us. When we built it in Rosewood and you came in and you slaughtered us. You broke the contract, so fuck your target. Fuck your Hall of Fame. As far as I'm concerned, they could burn this bitch to the ground. And it still wouldn't be enough. And they are lucky that what black people are looking for is equality and not revenge. Well, there's no doubt that uh, this is America's moment of reckoning. But we want to make the connection between the local and the global. Because you see, when you sow the seeds of greed domestically, inequality globally imperial tentacles 800 military units abroad violence in africa in africa supporting various regimes dictatorial ones in asia and so forth there is a connection between the seeds that you sow of violence externally and internally. Same is true in terms of the seed of hatred of white supremacy, hating black people, anti-blackness, hatred having its own dynamic within the context of a predatory capitalist civilization obsessed with money, 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 domination of workers, marginalization of those who don't fit, gay brothers, lesbians, sisters, trans, and so forth. So it's precisely this convergence of the ways in which the American empire imploding, its foundations being shaken with uprisings from below. The catalyst was certainly Brother George's Floyd public lynching, but the, the failures of the predatory capitalist economy to provide the satisfaction of the basic needs of food and health care and quality education, jobs with a decent wage. At the same time, the collapse of your political class, the collapse 
of your professional class, their legitimacy has been radically called into question, and that's multiracial. It's the neo-fascist dimension in Trump, it's the neoliberal dimension in Biden and Obama and the Clintons and so forth, and it includes much of the media. It includes much, many of the professors in universities. The young people are saying, you all have been hypocritical, you haven't been concerned about our suffering, our misery, and we no longer believe in your legitimacy, and it spills over into violent explosion. Rebellion is not the same thing in any way as revolution. And what we need is a nonviolent revolutionary project of full-scale democratic sharing, power, wealth, resources, respect, organizing, and the fundamental transformation of this American empire. Bill O'Reilly here, and I'm warming up. Stand by for the O'Reilly Update Morning Edition. But first. But first. Protect yourself and your family with high-quality face coverings from Boomer Naturals. Their lab verified to give 92.2% antibacterial protection are available in adults and child sizes. Boomer Natural face coverings are made for use up to 30 days when you hand wash between uses. I recommend recommend ordering your face covering now at boomernaturals.com. Use code BILL20 at checkout to save 20%. 20% shipping on any order over 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Please use Bill20 at boomernaturals.com. On this Monday, I am furious about how many Americans are being deceived. I am furious. As you may know, the Black Lives Matter movement is a driving force behind the race protests. Companies like Pepsi and Airbnb are now donating millions, millions to Black Lives Matter. I am furious. But by far the biggest benefactor? Radical left businessman George Soros, whose foundation has donated more than $33 million to Black Lives Matter. Now, here's something really interesting. Since 2015, about 2,500 African Americans have been murdered in the city of Chicago. 2,500. Most of the killers were black. Has Black Lives Matter said one thing about that? No, it has not. Not a word, not a protest, nothing. So I guess black lives in Chicago don't really matter, according to the group. This whole thing is a ruse. Black Lives Matter is a group that seeks to demolish the United States of America and is trying to use race to do it. But the media will never tell you that. Now this. Two-thirds of men will experience hair loss by the time they're 35, and by the time you get to 50, hair loss will affect 85% of us. 85% The game changer is Keeps. Keeps offers savings on the only two FDA-approved hair loss products. So please visit Keeps.com slash Bill to chat online with a doctor who can prescribe the right hair treatment product for you. Go to Keeps.com slash Bill for 50% off your first order. Great deal. 50% off. Slash Bill. Great deal. Great deal. That is the morning O'Reilly update. More analysis later on. No justice, no peace. No racist, police. No justice, no peace. No racist, police. No justice, no peace. 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 No justice,
What is the purpose of a march? I'm sitting here in a sand dune with the Pacific Ocean at my back. I'm not good at estimating crowds, but there are a lot of people here. And because things are moving so fast these days, I better timestamp this. It is June 2nd, about 1 p.m. And I'm at the so-called Great Highway and Sloat in San Francisco, and they have closed the Great Highway to cars. And there is a local fight to keep that permanent. But in the meantime, it's for social distancing during the pandemic, but uh, clearly social distancing has been trumped, shall we say, by... What is this moment? What is this moment? Signs I can read say dismantle racist systems. Black lives matter. All lives can't matter until black lives matter. Words fail. Amplify black voices. Clowns for justice. Uh... <laughs> So what is the point of these marches? I mean, these have been going on for a long time. What's the point? Well, I guess the point is to see how many people are with you. You know, you add all these people up from these last couple days and compare that to the dozens of people with military-grade weaponry storming state houses in Michigan and wherever else and it's like we got the numbers man but I think that racist systems the systems that are in place of which I have largely benefited and I'm looking at them right now man you've got yes the police force is hanging at the periphery of this gathering which is poised to then march down the closed Great Highway. But um, they're all armed to the teeth, man. They've all got handguns, and they all arrived here in military-grade vehicles. And I can see the... I mean, we're surrounded by cops. You know, we're surrounded by armed enforcers of an unjust, racist system. So... I don't know, man. I mean, ostensibly they're here to protect us. But I don't know what they're protecting us from. And the images I've seen the last couple days, they seem to be enemy combatants. And then you had the president, who is the executive branch, and is the head of the armed forces, basically declaring war on American citizens yesterday. So... Anyway, my bike tour is not happening. Um, yeah. Some version of it is. 
and I'm going to do what I said I was going to do at some point, but who knows, maybe I'll be biking through the former United States by the time I <laughs> go to St. Louis, or not. Or we'll just carry on like we always have, which doesn't seem to me to be an acceptable moment. And I'm looking at hundreds of people for whom it is not an acceptable choice, not moment, choice, not an acceptable choice. We hear you, we see you, we stand with you. And by the way, as if it were important, I mean, there's no black people left in San Francisco anymore, but it's all white people here. So... FYI. Militarized police attacking protesters for peace in Lafayette Square, in Lafayette Square, in Lafayette Square. Two statues are there in Lafayette Square, in Lafayette Square. One of Marie Joseph Paul Yves Roch Gilbert Dumatier Marquis de Lafayette and of course Andrew Jackson on a horse One of Marie Joseph Paul Yves Roch Gilbert Dumatier Marquis de Lafayette And of course Andrew Jackson on a horse President of the United States speak in my ear about law and order. I was watching people fall down as they ran. I was watching people get pushed aside by police horses and by National Guardsmen carrying military police shields. I'm, I'm a little shook by the whole thing, to be completely honest with you. Uh, it was absolutely extraordinary thing to see and experience with the White House in my peripheral vision. Militarized police attacking protesters for peace in Lafayette Square, in Lafayette Square, 
In Lafayette Square, two statues are there. In Lafayette Square, in Lafayette Square. One of Marie-Joseph Pauli's Roche Gilbert, Dumatier, Marquis de Lafayette, and of course, Andrew Jackson on a horse. Yeah, so what's the point, Brother West? What's the point of these marches, Brother West? Because now it's past. It's hemmed in on either side by enforcement officers of the law, unjust, racist laws, enforcers armed with weapons of war. And now a half block behind them are children on their bicycles. <sighs> Including this girl with her training wheels. <laughs> training wheels and a mask. Oh boy. I had a a cavalcade of feelings when that woman was trying to change the chant from I can't breathe to we will breathe. But she did it. She actually managed to change it. Even though George Floyd, from my home state of Minnesota, and countless others, countless others, the woman in Louisville, Kentucky, who was killed in her own apartment in March, and we didn't hear about it until now. And I don't remember her name. And... Actually, I'm going to, I'm not even going to look that up. I'm going to let the fact that I don't remember her name and that I'm not exactly sure of the name of the man who was hunted down in Georgia either. I'm going to let that stand in for the countless unnamed victims of this state-sponsored violence at home and abroad. And then I'm going to say that we will breathe, and we can still. And as long as we can, we can transform, and we can jump in the ocean, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump in the ocean. And I'm going to feel alive, and it's going to be rad. And then I'm going to eat this chocolate granola that I made 
that is in my bag and I'm going to eat the last little piece of bread that my friend Oscar made when I biked over to Berkeley with some of the uh, homemade organic honey that my friends in Arcata sent me and I'm going to reflect upon the fact that I can do that that I can do that and that so many others like George Floyd and millions billions unknown and unnamed cannot The average household income in America, household income, and sometimes that's two people working, is $59,000. I wish I had an extra couple million to throw at the stock market right now because I really think it's on sale. Hmm. Especially like today. Right. Today. People are going to be so happy to get out and drive. I'm averaging about three to 5000 a month. Is this your full-time job? Yes. Okay. Good. What is your household income? We make um, about one fifty right now, but mm-hmm. it'll go up to about one seventy five in January. Great, very cool, good for you. What's your household income? Uh, about one hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, phenomenal! What do you make? I make fifty five thousand dollars a year. Okay. What do you make, and what does he make? We both make around two hundred k. Whoa! That's fabulous. And how much do you make a year? Um, at at best, I make around nineteen thousand. Mm-hmm. I recently inherited a great sum of money, approximately fifty million dollars, and uh, I'm just wondering what do you think I should do with this? Goodness gracious! Okay, what's she going to be making at her new job? Um. All, I, all she told me was she's going to be making eleven dollars an hour starting Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I make about one hundred twenty thousand a year, but I have about one hundred twenty-five thousand debt, whew. and I have a vehicle that is a nine hundred and ten-dollar payment a month. Holy crud! $910? What are you driving, dude? I'm 26 years old, and I'm about to retire. <laughs> Congratulations, big dog. Well done, man. That's awesome. Thank you. What is your income? Uh, right now, about $40,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you make? Um, I make... Twenty-eight thousand six hundred a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, a year. I'm sorry. Yeah, yearly. it'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and what does he make? Twenty-six thousand yearly. Okay. Would it be a bad decision to purchase some rental property to increase the cash flow? You're broke. You have a crisis. So what do you make? So, well, I make a hundred thousand. Good. I'm starting to panic um, because I just <clears throat> sorry. I don't know how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. What's your household Sorry. income? That's okay. What's your household income? Um, my husband, uh, he makes ninety thousand, about 90000 a year. 
I was making 150 the following year and then 250 and made 370 this past year. So, Look at you. Um, Way to go. What's your household income? Uh, between my wife and I, we make a, we bring home about $6,500 a month. Okay. And what do you make? Um, 120 Okay. Well, that's good that's news. That's good. Okay. Well, I actually have another full-time job. I'm working two jobs. Oh, so what's your total income? Um, so the total is probably is 190 Oh, look at you. <laughs> it gets better and better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boom. Punch it. Okay. No, 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 no. You are on beans and rice, rice and beans. No vacation. You will not see the light of day. You will work like an animal until you get this mess cleaned up. No, you don't buy rental property. You sure have a dadgum huge mess on your hands. Right. What a mess. It was a terrible decision. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, you um, make really good money. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. What is your income, dude? Around uh, 320000 a month. Phenomenal. A month? Yeah. A month? Yeah. So you're making $3 million a year. Almost $4 million a year. Pre-tax, yeah. How, how old are you? 24. That's just insane. Congratulations. If all of Thank that's you. the truth, I'm very proud of you. Way to go. Well done. Thank and you. so here's the thing. Yeah, you need to be driving that Rolls Royce. That's a sweet ride. And in your situation, that's what you want. I mean, it's pocket change. The average of every year about 60000 So why have you not paid bills? I don't know. I don't know. We just, I don't know. Um, we don't. We just, I don't know. We kind of just hide under and didn't take care of it. Mm -hmm. I am uh, in $200,000 in debt um, with student loans. Oh, and Lord. What were you doing going $200,000 in debt? Yeah. And I mean, did it not did it not bother you that you were running up that much debt? I mean, how did you that how do you emotionally you know, do that? I went to school right out of uh high school and my parents they didn't know much about, you know, uh financing or at least they didn't teach me anything about it. They just told me that I'll have these student loans and I have to pay them back. And I really wasn't conscious of, yeah. you know, student loans in yeah. that sense. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. You know what's crazy? The ocean is... You know, <laughs> and there's just as many... Well, no, actually, there's not as many people on the beach just having a nice beach day. But there's quite a few people on the beach having a nice beach day. And from the beach, you can't see 
over the dunes to the Great Highway to where the march was. So isn't that a beautiful, you know, not that one is right or one is wrong, but just that, isn't that beautiful? Humanity, man, just doing its thing. And meanwhile, the ocean is just doing this constantly, making this noise. Oh my God, it's an epic day today, dude. I really, oh, oh man. How to close this audio. I think something like this. I'm in the process, which will be a lifelong process, of learning the true nature of my brand of white privilege and class privilege and how my reality is so specifically and intrinsically linked to centuries and centuries and millenniums of systems that have been set up to support people like me and ensure our comfort and success so that rather than dying on the street being murdered by a officer of the law so-called I can go for a sweet dip in the ocean and eat my own chocolate granola that is actually when you break it down pretty expensive to make there's a reason why the fancy granola is expensive the organic ingredients are expensive so I'm, I'm in the process of learning that and I will continue that process and I will seek to educate myself, amplify voices that are different than mine, continue to grow and transform. I am who I am, meaning I write songs and make audios. I write, I work with kids sometimes, I go on bike rides. We can't all be everything. In my darkest moments, I think, God, I should be, I should be, building houses or something. But I've never built a house. Great. Thank you, Plane, for ruining that piece of the audio. <sighs> so the, the journey for me, and everyone's journey is gonna be different, but from this moment forth, is to think of tangible ways to be of service for this revolution that we're talking about here. And that's gonna be a process. That's gonna take a very, very long time. And one person cannot do everything, but one person can do a lot. People are amazing, powerful beings. And so I'm going to actively seek ways to use my gifts and talents and the things that I love and believe in and that bring me peace and joy and meaning and seem to bring others peace and joy and meaning. Uh, I'm just gonna keep at it and try to figure out ways to continue to be a peace warrior. I hate all the war imagery, soldier, social justice warrior. I just, I don't wanna be a warrior. I wanna be a singer song cyclist. No, that's not right. Labels. Words fail. Words fail. Labels fail. Words fail. So, uh, I'm just going to keep at it. By the way, I had a totally other idea for this audio. I don't even know what is going to happen next. Regarding the Freedom Tour, which has been a long process. Here's the deal with the Freedom Tour, the bike tour. In light of recent events, actually, 
One thing that came to mind, the original plan was to do both the Underground Railroad Trail. There's a trail that is supposedly emulating the Underground Railroad and the Lewis and Clark Trail, both this year. And then um, as I thought about it more when I was planning it, and now those plans have been derailed, but one thing I thought was, uh, that's a lot. Why don't I start with one of them and then do the other one after it? And I decided to start with the Lewis and Clark Trail because it was a clearer, I thought, story that I could tell people. People could wrap their minds around it. When I would tell people about both of those ideas, it was that one that people seemed to grasp onto. There is not one underground railroad trail, you know? It's not like there's like a, an actual route. Having said that, the part of the country that looks the least like me and that I know the least about is the South. And while I am I have to admit that I have soured on the intention of reaching out to the other side, both from my experience of having an account in the Breitbart comments for a week and a half before being banned for saying that Michelle Obama was a woman and that I thought vote by mail was a good idea. That made me feel pretty discouraged about engaging the other side. And yes, the people that are commenting in the Breitbart discussion, so-called, I mean, it's not a discussion, it's just a hate, it's just a hate place. It's a place of hate. Um, I'm not interested in engaging with those people. Sorry, I'm not. But I'm sure there are thoughtful people, I know there are thoughtful people out there, who don't even, at this point, ah, there's a lot of things that I don't find even tolerable that some people believe. But there are people who have different experiences, let's put it that way. I think that the, the people that I want to reach out to are changing. I don't think it's necessarily... I don't know, but I I don't think it's red states or people who live in red states. I think it's people who have had an entirely different experience than I have of America. Let's just call it that. And freedom, the idea of a freedom tour was real heady, that word freedom. A white man on a bike, biking the Underground Railroad route with uh, stickers that say freedom. That's got a little heat on it. It's a little tone deaf. Freedom, I, I just, I mean, honestly, that did not occur to me, which just goes to show you how ridiculous these different bubbles are. But I, it, it didn't occur to me that that word freedom in that context means something very different to millions of people than it does to me. And I don't mean to reclaim or co-opt that word, I, but I was just thinking somewhat humorously, all the right-wingers are always like, freedom! And I was kind of reclaiming freedom, but with a bike, because of there is a lot of freedom to a bike. You're free from traffic, you're free from all kinds of fees and fossil fuel consumption and horrible, horrible, horrible traffic. And a bicycle brings a lot of freedom. But I didn't think about it like freedom from oppression and actual freedom, like slavery or freedom. So, it's so embarrassing to be learning all this in public. (laughs) We're doing our best, man, hopefully. I really am doing my best. I just want to say that I'm doing my best 
it, I'm just really trying. I'm trying hard. I really am trying hard. I really am. But I could try harder. And I could do better. In this moment of great pain and rage and fury is also a moment to redouble those efforts and to recenter and remind myself. Okay, to be continued. To be continued. I love you. Thank you for listening. If you're a kind person, if you're not harming others, I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> this little kid just fell into the ocean. Could you hear him? Dad got him just in time, but... <laughs> oh, man. The cosmic ballet goes on. Okay, that's enough. Bye.